When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host, and I'm also the author of the book of the same name. This week's theme here on the podcast is the inner work of anti-racism. Honestly, I'm not an expert on anti-racism, but I am an expertly trained personal development coach. I know how to support people around doing the inner work and the outer work that's required to make changes. I hope there will be something helpful for all my listeners in these episodes this week. Today's big idea is that if you are committed to doing the work required to become an anti-racist, that is a wonderful thing. And it's so important to start by looking within your own heart and mind. After all, we can't be part of the work to heal racism in the world if we haven't healed it within ourselves. But you don't want to stop there and you don't want to go it alone. Sharing what you're up to with other people and joining groups that are already doing this work to strengthen their numbers is a vital part of the work. We need anti-racism to spread beyond ourselves and to do that, we have to link up with other people. We have such a huge opening right now to make some significant changes, but possibility is a door that only stays open so long. This is a concept I learned from one of my former coaches, Lisa Sasevich. You've got to stick something in that opening so that the door doesn't swing shut next week or next month. And that something is some kind of structure that's going to keep you accountable, keep you showing up, and help you add your single stream of energy to a larger river. I have personally found it incredibly helpful to find people who are already doing the work and lend them your hands. It helps you not get stuck in wondering what to do next. I have found incredibly helpful and rewarding to find an organization. The first issue that I got really activated around was reproductive rights, and I found it incredibly helpful and rewarding to find an organization who was dedicated to promoting reproductive rights here in my state and just saying, what can I do? (laughs) You lead, I'll follow. As states around the country were passing their heartbeat bills and abortion bans, I wanted to do something to help Rhode Island, which is a blue state, get a law on the books that codified the protections of Roe v. Wade into law here in Rhode Island. So I found an organization, The Woman Project, that was leading an advocacy effort, hosting lobby days at the state house, having house parties to write postcards to legislators, stuff like that. All I had to do was show up, and they basically told me what to do that would be helpful. I remember the first time I showed up at the state house to distribute postcards to lawmakers. I was not prepared for the raucous scene there. There was a huge line to get into the state house. It was winter, and the wind was blowing hard, and it was freezing. And in that line were so many people from the other side holding up their signs with pictures of dead babies. I was meeting a friend at the state house, but we hadn't met up yet, and I was there by myself. I really had to take some deep breaths to stay there and not go get back in my car and go home. 
But over time, I got used to showing up at the state house. I'm so lucky to live 10 minutes away from it. I got to shake hands and talk with my lawmakers. I got comfortable with sharing close quarters with people who were passionately opposed to something that I felt passionate about. I went from skulking around the edges to being in the mix. And when the bill passed, something that had been introduced each year for the past 20 plus years and had never succeeded, it was one of the most gratifying moments of my life. I will never forget it. And along the way, I met so many people who I now think of as my activist family. Getting involved won't just benefit the cause. It will enrich your life too. You don't have to dedicate your life to fighting racism in order to make a difference. But if you want to have an impact, you can't go it alone. You need a forum to talk about things. There should be one that's more intimate, probably with only white people if you're white, so that you can ask your dumb questions and talk about anything that's causing you personal offense. And you also need a group that's dedicated to creating lasting change. For the smaller forum, you could start an anti-racism book group. Or if you're already in a book group, propose that you spend the next six months or year reading things that are going to broaden your thinking and inspire you to action. Or you can start a text string with like-minded friends or take turns hosting gatherings at each other's houses where you can have an open dialogue about race and what's happening in your community and brainstorm ways you can each support each other. As for organizations, there are so many. A good place to start is the Racial Equity Resource Guide, which is created by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation and can be found at racialequityresourceguide.org. They let you search by state and by issue for an organization that's doing work to create racial equity. Although this list is by no means comprehensive, I live in Rhode Island and they have no organizations listed for us, although I know many exist. So if you go there and don't find something close to you, don't assume there aren't any. You can also take it by issue. If you're interested in criminal justice reform, gun violence prevention, hunger, raising the minimum wage, environmental issues, or education reform, or supporting Black candidates, there are organizations out there that are already doing this work and they need you. They're waiting for you. Every major issue is affected by race. No one person can work on everything. So just pick what you care about and commit to doing what you can. You might surprise yourself how much wiggle room you have in your schedule. That being said, you making commitments you can't keep or extending yourself to the point that you're spread too thin doesn't serve anybody. Have 100% trust in the fact that the right way for you to help exists and that it will enrich your life and the lives of others. Whatever level makes sense for you to get involved, the world needs you now while the door is open. Your tiny assignment for the day is to think through your options for extending your anti-racist efforts beyond yourself. Choose one that's available and makes sense for right now and take one step toward making it real. Choose a book and send an email out to friends to see who else wants to read it and meet to discuss it. Google organizations or go to racialequityresourceguide.org and find a group near you and then sign up for their emails or reach out to them and tell them you'd like to help. If you know of a black candidate running for office in your area, reach out to them on social media and tell them you want to help. Put something in place to prop that door open so that it doesn't swing shut. This is an intense time on multiple levels. If you'd like a little handholding and direction on doing the things that help you stay grounded and not freaking out, I've got a gift for you. I compiled all the tips that I included in my 21-day Calm the F Down Challenge that I ran here on the podcast earlier this year into a mini ebook that you can download for free. All you have to do is go to katehanley.com slash calm down and input your email address so I know where to send it. 
I promise to keep your contact information confidential. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 